Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I'm really excited for my guest today, Cindy Beving, because, well, for a lot of different reasons, but I've known Cindy for a couple of years now. I met her when I was speaking at a networking event. She ended up becoming one of my clients. We kind of like each other. She's got a cool dog vibe thing going, but also she has something going on that I think a lot of people entrepreneurs and small business owners face. And that is being a caregiver in your family, especially across states while trying to maintain, grow and keep your business running. So before we get into that conversation, why don't Cindy give everyone a little bit more of a formal introduction to who you are and what you do when you're not schlepping back and forth between states? (laughs) Well, hi, I'm glad to be here. My name is Cynthia Beving and I live in Tucson, Arizona, and I own two businesses. I have Beving Books, which is an accounting services company that does anything from bookkeeping services on up to virtual CFO. And then I also own Suite Success, which is a uh, commercial office space that I lease out as executive suites. Awesome. 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 And I don't know if you know this, you might know this if you don't remember it, but one of the reasons I am even more intrigued and interested in not just because I like you, but in what you're doing is my background, my corporate background is in long-term care insurance. And Mm -hmm. the business I owned before this had to do with families with aging parents. So I have spent 15 plus years immersed in exactly um, in the services side, as opposed to the experiential side of exactly what you're going through. Um, so, I mean, I hate to just like jump right in and I really appreciate you being willing to share this because it's current. How, you know, I'll just start asking random questions. Like how often are you going back and forth between these two places now? Oh yeah. My stepdad sent me a text in probably was the end of September, October. He's like, you need to come see your mom. Something's wrong. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And I had talked to mom, you know, texting back and forth. It seemed fine. And I went to see her and definitely could tell a difference. And we had gotten her set up and she had some testing done and she was uh, around officially around Thanksgiving. She was diagnosed with dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been going since then at least once a month back to Texas. Um, I usually fly. Sometimes I drive, but it's driving is very therapeutic for that process, actually, because you get a chance to like get some things out and you can sing out loud with window down and nobody hears you or you can cuss and cry and 
do all that stuff. And it's a good time to just release. Very true. The, the, you're truly alone yeah. for a period of time, which doesn't really happen that often. No, if you do it on the plane, people don't want to sit by you. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. People start to, by the time you land, there's somebody yeah. waiting to receive you on the other end that you had yeah. a plan. Very, tr- <laughs> very true. Very true. No, so I've been trying to go back for like major appointments, but that's hard to schedule because sometimes, you know, they doctor's office will call right. or they'll say we have an opening. Can you come? And yeah, you want to be there or you want them to, I don't want them not to go to an appointment right. because I'm there. Um, and so my initial thought was, oh, I'm going to get them to move to Arizona. That'll I remember easy. that. I remember that. <laughs> it, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. It didn't go over very well, like a concrete block and water kind of thing. So my dad said, absolutely no way. He's not leaving. So now it's up to me to kind of well, go and back. I think and there's something there's to some- that. I think one of the things I remember um, one of the things that happens as we get older to the point where we now need assistance is people, it's not like children. Children don't know any different from their circumstances. They've never had other circumstances. Adults is, you know, you get people in their seventies, eighties, nineties, they've been in charge of their own lives for decades. And it does not go over well, even with the best interest in mind for someone yeah. to suddenly start attempting to make decisions. No, very true. Very true. I ran into that right away. And I kind of thought maybe because, you know, he for me to help and, you know, I need you here. So I thought maybe it would, he would agree to be closer so I could help him more often. But that as of right now, but as of right now, that's not the case. So right now, and they're right. Go. And there's additional layers of fear. You know, they know where they are. They know they're, yeah. I say this about my, I tease my mom, but it's also a little tongue in cheek, but it's also true. When I go to visit her in Florida and I'm on my, I will be going there in the next couple of weeks. I tell her, I don't know if I should be scared. You guys are down here on your own or impressed that you're still alive. Like they, but they have their patterns in their known environment, and that's what allows them to actually still do the things. Yeah. So before COVID, my mom had been set to go to Vietnam. She had signed up with this big group, and of course, it got, got canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But now they're getting ready to do the trip again. So my dad had sent a text, and do you think we should go? And I'm thinking back, or let her go. And I'm thinking back to when my dad had cancer, and he treatment he felt better and he wanted hunting and my stepmom was like no 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 no." but where he went I mean why would you stop living and I said I don't think we can really stop her until she proves that she can't right and as long as somebody going with her knows right as long as she has the support that she needs and it's not I have the same approach to life you cannot live in abject fear and we all hear those cliches about you never regret the things you do. You regret the things you didn't do. Yep. And how yep. do you tell somebody who has limited time to not have the experiences that they wanted to have and yep. you just account for them and be as safe as you can? Yes. No, I agree with that. I think. 
like I said, until she proves she can't do it, absolutely cannot, then I don't see a reason to tell her that she can't do it. So. (laughs) It'll and it might not this. go over that well anyway. Yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> like it would matter anyway. Right. Exactly. So talk to me about the business aspect of this. What I, I'm a person who believes, you know, the universe works for us. What has worked? What have you figured out to your benefit by um, having there's... to have this situation? There's been a couple of things. I found out that uh, one person who does some work for me is like a, a godsend and I can't ever let him go. So team, yes. you have to have a, somebody who can represent you um, if need be in that certain location. And another thing is, is um, I've taken the opportunity to, like I've been advertising down there in my business. Um, I've So I'm a member of E-Women. So mm-hmm. I've looked up when their meetings are and I've I'm a member of BNI, so I've looked up chapters that I can visit while I'm there. And might as well, as long as I'm there, if I have some free time, I, I might as well go do some right. business and networking. I absolutely love that because, one, it's good for your business, right? I mean, it's good for your business anyway. Two, if you're going to be there more frequently or if you're going to be there extended time, since we know they're not coming to you, right? <laughs> Why wouldn't you add some activities into your schedule as a caregiver, yeah. right? That allow you some normalcy so that when you're with your family, you can be present with your family and not worried about right? It still lets you know that you're moving forward as a responsible, driven business owner. Yeah. While still- and, it, and it is kind of a reset button for you too, because you're not all consumed with what appointments do we have today? What do we need to get lined up that she has to get done before or something? You know, it's more of a, yeah, like you said, normalcy, you get back, you get to spend that hour or two hours or whatever it is, kind of like you would spend a normal day. And you get to write off the trip. Yeah, that's a bonus. <laughs> and, you get to, and you get to pay for the trip through your business. Free yep. Yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I will say on the real estate side, I've even kind of, because we've talked for a long time about expanding, but I've kind of looked around to see like, oh, if I had to like permanently be here for a period of time, like six months or something at some point, where would I office? Right. Would I do the same thing I do here? I mean, you know, I've kind of taken that opportunity on that too. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I know I really enjoy having conversations about who you need to be in order to reach new heights. As founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, I work with my clients at the intersection where what they need to do to succeed meets who they need to be to do it. If you would like to have a conversation about your business, please reach out to me at Aaron at conqueryourbusiness.com. No, it makes complete sense about taking your circumstances. You know, one of the things that I've talked about for a long time, and it started um, really becoming obvious to me when COVID hit, is the truth of the matter is, yes, there's certain situations. And, you know, as we have this conversation, there's things going on in Ukraine, where those people are literally have no other options. So I'm not talking about extreme situations, but for the most part, outside of 
extreme, horrible, extreme situations, the circumstances don't dictate the outcome the person does. Yeah. And you're proving that because it would be, nobody would fault you. I guess this is a good point. Nobody would fault you for stopping, but who would that actually serve? Yeah. And nobody but myself, probably, from letting go of a missed opportunity. Right. I mean, because I I think there's always, even in a really bad situation, like you were saying, there's always opportunity for something. Yeah. So to grow in some way. Right. And to learn and to do realistically what needs to be done Mm -hmm. and lean in to the uncomfortable situation instead of what most people do, which is to just retreat and shut down. Yeah. Oh, there's been plenty of times when I've thought that too. I'm like, how in the world am I going to get this done? But team. Yeah. Team and gotta stay motivated. I mean, you can't, it would be easy. Like you said, it would be easy just to say, oh my gosh, she needs my total attention. I can't do anything on the business right now, but I also can't do that because that's how I support myself. So <laughs> you have to kind right. of find the, the middle ground where you can do both. So where do you think that comes from? Where does the drive come from? I've always considered myself to have a very strong work ethic mm-hmm. and be able when I'm working for someone else or for myself, I have commitments and responsibilities now too, just like I had. So I have to, you know, I have to keep the lights on, so to speak. I have to keep going. So, you know, unless something drastic happens, it's not going to be any change. Yeah. It's a, it's an absolute level of personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. And it's also the reason your business does well. Yeah. You have to keep going until you've made every single effort you can and it wasn't successful. And then even then you try again because <laughs> right. what are you going to do? There is no plan I mean, B, right? Yeah. I said that when I started working with one of the coaches that I worked with years ago and I had to fill out this long form about what I wanted, et cetera, et cetera. And the last question was, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when it looks like none of this is working? And I literally like, well, I don't understand the question. What do you mean? What do you do? You keep trying <laughs> until it does work yeah. until you do figure it out. Yeah. Until you there's do. all kinds of sayings out there about how each experience you grow and failure is not a failure. It's just another way to point you in a direction. So um, this is just another direction I need to look at. So absolutely. Absolutely. So what is uh, next for you? So I really like the real estate side. I am actually considering because uh, they live in San Antonio and real estate prices are pretty still, they're still reasonable there, not like right. around the rest of it. So I'm considering maybe buying someplace that I can do like an Airbnb or something and love use it. while I'm there. Um, You're I would one love of those, to flip the place. And but, when you're talking about, I, you know, so many people talk about multiple streams of income. And now I happen to know because you have co-working spaces that COVID did a little bit of a number on mm-hmm. that investment, but those are long-term investments and you knew that and you stuck with it. And now it's turning around and the return yeah. on your investment will absolutely be there. Um, but what you're doing that's so smart is 
yes, multiple streams of income, but grow one at a time. Like your business is up and running. You have team, you have processes, you know how to get clients, you you're, have a growth plan. And now you're looking at the next stream. You're not trying to start from scratch on seven different things at once. Correct. Yeah. And um, I've actually kind of, I have a client who does a lot of Airbnb. So I've learned a ton from him. So I don't have to start at ground zero. <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I think it would be a really good opportunity because San Antonio is like a big tourist town with SeaWorld and all that there. I, so. One of the few places in Texas. I like Austin and I do mm-hmm. like San Antonio. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and plus I wouldn't have to stay with my folks all the time when I'm there. That's <laughs> you another, you can, another perk of it. <laughs> rent your own Airbnb from yourself. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so one of the things that I often ask people um, as an entrepreneur, because I think when we market ourselves, when we market our businesses, we put our best foot forward so that we show up in confidence so that our prospects see us as someone who could actually solve the problem that we claim to solve. And that's all important. But there's also, to me, a need to share the truth of the entrepreneurial journey, success through effort. Like, what have you tried that just hasn't worked? that we could help lessen somebody's learning curve. I say that all the time. Don't do it the hard way that I did it. Here, <laughs> learn from my mistakes. Um, I would say, because I was used to just sitting in an office and nobody came and saw me unless they needed something or there was a problem. I didn't have to go out and network and try to get leads and stuff. And that's probably been the hardest thing for me is... Um, I'm used to people just coming to me and giving me work or I was, right. um, but that's been the hardest thing that I actually have to go out there and represent myself and represent work. my company. And yeah, ask people to, you know, do business with me. <laughs> so, yeah. And, you know, I struggled a long time if they didn't say no, or if they didn't say yes, right in the beginning, I was like, oh, I can't ever go there again. Mm. But that was a hard lesson to learn that yes, you can go. Maybe they said no, because it wasn't quite the right time for them. Not no, 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 maybe later. No, <laughs> no, maybe later. And truthfully, no, but here's someone else who's a yes. Yeah. I've yeah. gotten amazing referrals from people who said no to me. Yes. Because it wasn't the right fit. This yeah. business, my last business, for whatever reason, it wasn't the right fit, but we had such a great connection conversation. Um, yeah, I love that. And, and what you said is such a true point. It's one of the things I find that trips people up so, so much, especially when they come from success at a job, success in corporate. It doesn't matter how big and fancy and autonomous your job was. I mean, I was a senior vice president. I, you know, all the autonomy in the world. However, when you have a job in a company, the work comes to you, right? The work shows up. Yep. You don't, yeah, have, you don't to have to go out looking it. for it. It's there <laughs> no. every day when you come in. And yeah. right. You don't have to create it. You don't have to organize it. There's an accountability to that as well as a directive on what you need to do because the person who comes after you is waiting for their piece of the puzzle so they can do their job. And it's a very, very big thing that trips people up. So yeah. And just don't take it personally. So a no is not a no to you personally. It's a no to what you're presenting at that time. And then, like I said before, it doesn't mean no forever. 
have you found one of the things that I have found is as my business has grown and now I have a team and it's not Aaron, the solopreneur, but it's conquer your business, the business, the Mm -hmm. no's don't have the impact on my feelings that they used to have. Yeah, no, I agree with that. As you grow that lessons and lessons, you just said it's starting out. It can be a little difficult to be like, oh my gosh, I've never been told no so many times in my life, (laughs) but you know, it does, it lessens and it's not, it's not, I think it's because, you know, as you grow, of course your revenue is growing as well and you're not as dependent on that. It's not like, oh, I need that person. They say it's a, it, it really is. I have found such a chicken and an egg problem. You need Mm -hmm. the client in order to grow. But if you're attached to needing the client, you can't get the client and you can't hire the team without the cash flow. But you're upset about the process if you don't have the team. I mean, it's, yep. um, <laughs> it's not a vicious circle. Team. You can't get out. <laughs> not for the faint of heart. But if it was no. easy, everyone would be doing That's it. That's right. That's right. Awesome. No, definitely. So you work nationwide. Yes, I do. Yes. Even though you are doing a good job in your physical locations of, yes. of uh, I currently have clients in Florida, Texas, Nevada, and Arizona. Nice. So. nice. so if someone wants to continue this conversation with you, because you also not just work with entrepreneurs, um, you have other like a nonprofit niche. Yes, I do a lot of nonprofit formation. So I do the forms 1023 for you filing with the IRS. Um, I work with a new business. I'm a member of Startup Tucson mentoring program for new businesses. So I kind of cover the whole spectrum and work with, I work with larger companies on like virtual controller uh, CFO services. So. Awesome. So um, if someone wants to continue this conversation with you, mm -hmm. what is the best way to get a hold of you? The best way to get a hold of me is to text me at 520-689-6005, or you can email me at Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at bevingbooks.com. Awesome. And all of your links will be in our show notes. I invite people to absolutely reach out. I know how your company runs and how good you are at your job and how much you guys care about making sure everyone is just taken care of. Um, So thanks for sharing your story with me because I think um, there's a lot of people out there who are in that situation and need to know that it, it can happen, right? It can be. Yeah. And if anybody has any questions about that too, they can feel free to email me. I'm, you know, that's how you get different ideas. You bounce some, somebody asks you a question. You're like, Oh, wait a minute. But that made me think of this. So maybe if I say it to them this way, I can get them to move to Arizona. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) So if anyone has some really good insights on how to get your aging parents to listen to you, we welcome all of those as well. We do. We welcome We welcome them all. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for sharing your story with me. Thank you, Erin. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts, or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. Or check out the Work With Erin page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired 
And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.